Welcome to the new media show. We're back. Doing the new media show again. People are actually going to listen to this junk. We do it live. We're live right now. We'll just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We just can't get enough. The new media show. Let's go. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. Bada bing, bada boom. The new media show. We do it live. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We're going live. The new media show. I'm like Adam Curry, and you're more like John C. Devorah. I think I am Adam Curry, and you're the old curmudgeon. We do it live on the new media show again. The new media show. Technology. We make it sound so special. Oh, so special! And here we are, Rob. Yes, we are, Todd. And Back I have again. my and I have my bag of Hall's cough drops. That's a sign of the times, right there, boy. Oh my God, you have no idea. Should we celebrate the uh, the reemergence of the common cold? Considering I took co- two COVID tests to prove that it uh, was the common cold, yes, yes, yes. But I think we're we're better off with the common cold, aren't we? But I'm going to tell you, this has been going on six days. Yeah. And this morning, I thought, oh, I'm good. And about two hours in, my side of my face starts hurting, teeth because the sinus stuff, you know. Yeah, And for the first time in 20 years, I went and got, uh, I don't know, some spray. You spray up your nose. You're not supposed to use every 12 hours. That has given me relief today, but not from the cough, but at least from the blinding headache. But here we are. And oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Have we got some stuff to talk about? Don't eat me, Tom Webster. Yes, we're going to have some stuff to talk about, amongst other things. Plus and minus, I guess, <laughs> positive and negative. Um, yeah. But, oh, I just, uh, I flew out to to uh, Austin on mm-hmm. Thursday and then spoke. For outlier, right? Yeah, did the opening yeah. keynote Thursday night in front of about 100 people. There was big thunderstorms going in, in and around Austin. Some Some people got stuck in Dallas and didn't get into the next morning, but... Good turnout. Very, very good turnout for this event and probably 50-50 on new podcasters and existing podcasters. Okay. That's good. But, That's good news. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since that. I don't think that event has been in person in a while. Yeah. yeah. But it felt a little, I didn't say anything while I was there, but it felt a little pitchy. There was, I didn't do any, I tried, you know how I am. I tried not to pitch. I right. go to go to try to teach and inform. And, but yet it just seemed like every speaker that came up was pitching. And I just, it just kind of, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I understand people need to be informed, but most of these folks, you know, they're there to get, to learn something. And you spend 10 or 15, or, you know, you spend half your time pitching and the other time teaching, it's, you know, it's a little, little weird. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, I think we have seen a little bit of a shift, uh, and I think it's being driven to some degree, um, pay to play kind of, um, models, um, have become, I, I don't know if they were pay-to-play. I don't ever does it. I don't know run that that's ship. the case no. either, but I think it's the culture of pay to pay to play on the speaking side. I, I think it's the blending of the economic uh, sponsorship with the content of yeah. events. Yeah. And I think that 
that has been happening more and more in the podcasting space over the last, probably the last five to six years. Um, I don't know if that contributes to it or not, Todd. I don't know what you think about uh, well, it. It's possible. You know, I, I sat and listened to every speaker and, right. uh, and there was some things that, you know, I raised my eyebrows a little bit on. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a company there. It was kind of funny. I yeah. don't even really consider them a competitor per se, because they do think they're a hosting company, but they do things a little different. Mm-hmm. They had copied, you know, our show notepads we've had for years. Oh, I think I saw your post about this. Yeah. They had copied it word for word. The only thing they just changed off the header and the footer. I thought it was pretty comical. I, I brought one home and, uh, I, I mean, it was, it, it was a pure rip, but it's yeah. just like, Hmm. So when you, when I see that, I kind of get a little like, okay, how much of the stuff that this company's doing is original and how much of it's repurposed? So I, I'm not saying that's what they, they're doing, but it, it made me wonder just a, a, a little bit. <laughs> well, I guess if you did it right, uh, I guess it's a form of flattery, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can. I guess you can look at it that way, you know. Yeah, right. And someone said, "Why are we still using paper?" Well, it's probably true, but a lot of people like to write stuff down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing wrong with paper. No, not. Well, not I mean, I guess if you're against cutting down trees, yeah, that would be the only reason. Yeah. But I'd be honest with you, uh, kind of a. I came back and saw this fire shit storm of commentary that was surrounding the situation at the podcast Academy. Mm. Well, I don't know if it was, is a combination, I guess, between the podcast Academy and the other, um, participant <laughs> right. in that whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I know that there's a couple of personnel issues, right. That we want to talk about today. So yeah. that's certainly. So, one of them. So, you know, I, you know, and I, if those of you are not knowing what has happened, Danny J. Lewis has been voted off. I guess that's the kind way to put it off TPA. And from, well, he was given the first option to, to, to resign, but he opted not to. So now here's, here's the thing, full disclosure, Rob and I have known Daniel for, years yeah and um we've there's been no secret about daniel's religious leanings there's no mm-hmm. secret there there was nothing but i you know i think don't I, think that was ever in consideration no for but his I, acceptance no. uh or being being a a potential voted in a member um, right, right, right. But I think there's, uh, you know, when you take on a role that's in a public-facing community, and you yeah. have a, you you are in a position. Like for me, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm the founder and CEO of Blueberry Podcasting. So what I say reflects on the company and can and will hurt me if I'm not observant of what I say. Yeah. That's not necessarily so, censorship. That's actually just, you know, well, no, it's, it's respect not, for, for your position and your role, um, with your company to do the right thing for the company. Right. Right. Yeah. And, right. you know, there's, a, we've all written tweets where we got to the end of it and went, Hmm. 
Probably shouldn't have said that. Probably, right? Or, you know, not hit, not hit send. Yeah. And I, I find myself, when I get very passionate about a topic, yeah. then I even now, I have, it, it took me a long time to learn this, mm-hmm. to really push the keyboard back, Right. Take some time. Take and think some about time it and think about it. Before you respond before in I an respond. emotional way. Right. 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 And, and that, in essence, is maybe what Daniel doesn't fully realize. And, and maybe even, up, even at this point. But I think that, um, you know, I saw the tweet. I saw it was said. And I, and I, I did a cringe when I saw it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but at the same time, I'm also been in this space long enough to know we've talked about it on this show what you say, what you know, the free speech has its consequences. If you say something that is, you know, taken and interpreted or however it doesn't matter, perceived yeah. right. outright. You know, it all blends together it, in the end. It, in right. the end, and then watch out. You know, I had a social media thing happen to me three, four years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was a off remark that I didn't even personally, I didn't even think was offensive to someone, but someone took offense to it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I spent some time reflecting and backing up and apologizing and you know doing what i could do to to you know and it wasn't it wasn't nothing like this but it still was enough to for me to say hmm and uh you know i and i'm i've learned over the years no matter what uh you you have to be uh you, you have to think in multiple levels right yeah and uh so you know it's sad uh, and, uh, I'm sure that, uh, he's going to spend some time in the doghouse trying to figure out, I, I just, you know, I, Daniel, I know you're listening to the show. Uh, my, my advice, again, this is personal advice. My advice is, you know, maybe take sensitivity class or two and, uh, get some, you know, take some time to reflect. I think that would go a long ways. Right. I think at the end of the day, it's really about um, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Sure. Um, And think about what your words might make someone else feel or experience. Yeah. um, And not be so centered on your, um, your particular agenda or goals to push forward a certain thought or a certain outcome. Um, that, uh, or judgment on others. And I think that's, that's where Daniel, I, I, I think, um, struggled on with this. And I think it, it just touched, pushed buttons that really didn't need to get pushed. Right. Um, and especially given that he's a representative of this group where he knew the mission and the values of the group that he was now associated with. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there over the weekend when this, this board meeting happened. I'm on the board. Um, I was there with Daniel. I gave my testimony to Daniel directly. Daniel gave his 
pleading to the board um, and his position to the board. So he was given um, full access. He actually was part of the vote that actually removed him. So he was able to vote. Um, so, and in the end, um, the, I don't even know who and what the percentage is of the board that, um, voted to remove him from the board. Um, none of us saw that that was only seen by the executive director. Um, and, and it, it, for me at the time was a very sad moment and it was a very, um, disheartening process to go through. Um, because like you said earlier, Todd, um, I've known Daniel for a very long time and I know his contribution to the, to the podcasting medium over a very extended period of time. And it was, I was excited to see him being a part of the board. Um, and, but I'm, I'm not sure that he fully grasped what that responsibility entailed. Um, and, and that's, you know, there's, it's clear on the website what the values of this organization are. Um, and so if you want to put your views out there like that, um, especially to other female podcasters in that context, um, you know, you kind of have to think that something might come from that. Right. And I think right. he actually took down all those tweets that he posted after he posted them because he started to see the consequences of his choice. So, um, and I think he tried to backpedal and he tried to make amends and I give him commendations for that. But, and I'm sure it was a very stressful thing for him to be singled out like this. I would hate to have been in his position. I, I don't have any desire to be in that position myself. Um, not that I don't want to be able to express myself. Um, but I just don't agree with the things that he was saying and how he was saying them. So, um, and that's, that's my right, but he also has a right to say those things. Yeah, that's too. true. Yeah. That's true. So I think the, you know, the lesson here for all of us yeah. really is, are you adding value to a conversation? Right. Number one, are you adding value? Right. Are, you, are you doing it respectfully? Right. Or are you shoving something down someone's throat? Right. And if you're doing one and two, you're probably okay. But if you're doing number three, you're probably off base. And if you use language. Right. That's inflammatory and insulting. Yeah. Then, right. you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, again, my suggestion, you know, to Daniel is, uh, you know, there's plenty of resources out there where you can get some sensitivity training and I think it would, it would go a long ways. I think it'd be a good start. And, uh, cause you know, I, I can't walk in somebody else's shoes. Right. Know? Exactly. And, and I do think that his views could be, <coughs> could it could have been expressed in a way that wouldn't have been offensive. Well, yeah. And, but that wasn't the case. Um, again, when you're on the so, keyboard writing, in right. the heat of the passion, and all of a sudden you get done and you go boom. That's right. It's gone. It's there forever, no matter what. So it's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. It's a hard lesson to learn on a on a stage like this. Right. So yeah. you know, take pause, take some time out, 
and uh you know it's not a death sentence it's not a no, light it's not. it's not and uh you know well and he he's got his supporters out there that are <coughs> supporting him in commentary online that I've, I've i've read um and i've i've participated in some of those threads of conversation trying to portray the accurate truth of what happened with Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, not because there's a lot of kind of speculation out there about what's going on with the podcast Academy and how it all worked and all this stuff. But a lot of that speculation is just not accurate because they weren't there. I was so, um, and so that, that needs to be communicated too, that he was given, given an opportunity to participate in the process. So, it's not like we just pulled the plug on him, you know, without involving him. So, you know, I think too, it's, it's a, it's a good reminder to everyone that if you're going to be representative of an organization, then you need to take that pretty seriously. And even though you may have strong, Political, religious, da, 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 views. Yeah, and you can have those. It's right. the key is there's a time and a place. Yeah, when it's appropriate, when it's not. Right. Um, I, I 100% agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So and, and and we live in a world today where you know people live and die by the keyboard. Right. And right. Uh, you know what you would say out of your mouth may not be. It was, it's interpret. It could be interpreted completely different than what you put on the keyboard. You know, right? And I, I did get um, this thought about, well, what if Daniel said this stuff in a in a podcast? Would that have made a difference? Um, I guess it depends. Again, it's I'm about sure. context, inflection. Right. You know, the prelude, the post, because you have more more space to talk instead well, of two hundred fifty six characters yeah. or whatever it is. Well, he made these comments directly to a female right. member of the podcast community right. in a threaded conversation on Twitter. Right, right. Um, so it wasn't like he just was making his views heard in his podcast or mm. something like that. Um, yeah, which I, I got could it. Be, right. Um, so that, that, that woman took that as almost like, like uh, hate speech towards her, mm-hmm. um, and I that's could, how it got. Taken. I could I could see how that would be interpreted. Absolutely, right. Yeah, you know, I right. saw I saw the tweet that was uh, posted on the uh, petition. Right. So uh, I understand completely. You know. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's too bad. And it, um, it is too bad because uh, Daniel was going to be the chairperson of the membership committee of the organization. So it's a big loss for for the goals that I had for the organization of wanting to make sure that the independent producers were strongly represented. Um, not that there isn't the case. The board is stronger than ever with independent podcasts. So are they producers. going are they gonna go down the list and bring up the person that would have gotten elected had not are they gonna do that? Are they going to try to fill that spot? I don't know that that's been decided yet. And I'm 
The other thing I wanted to mention too, is that it was pointed out to me in some of the online threads that, um, what, what responsibility does the podcast Academy have in this outcome? Right. Um, and what should we be considering doing as we look to the future to assure that this type of scenario does not happen again? Um, I, I'm not sure what that is right now, but I will definitely bring it up at the next board meeting that, uh, you know, there's two sides to this, right? Well, Rob, now come on. There was someone that was on your board that was facing some serious legal stuff that right. didn't get kicked off. So, yeah, but that's, yeah, no, that's true. That's a fair, it's fair feedback on that. I don't think that there's anything that's come from it. So as far as any decisions that were made by any court or. Well, you know, uh, it, it's just like right. the podcast awards I go through right. and there's no way I can know all 300 shows. I don't know their history. Right. I don't know what they've said in their shows. It's, it's almost impossible to do some sort of like vetting to make sure. So all I really have said is, is that, and there's a clause in our, um, in the rules that you don't bring, uh, you know, dishonor or discredit or, you know, there's a series of words that says, you know, right. you know, don't, don't make us look bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had one year where we had a show that was nominated. We, we put it right up on the nomination slate and lo and behold, uh, about two weeks into the process, someone said, Hey, by the way, did you see this? Yeah. And I said, Oh, by the way, no, I hadn't. And right. Oh, by the way, you're out, you know? So we just, I just disqualified the show. Right. Because it, uh, it obviously would have brought. Condemnation to mm-hmm. the whole, whole thing. Whole right? thing. But there was no way we could, you know, what do we do? Go through and Google search for, you know, something that's happened within, yeah. So it's, I don't know how much you can do, but you just have, you know, what you should have is some, some, mm, you know, if you're going to be part of the organization, you agree to these, you know, agree to these standards. I think that's probably a, a reasonable move. Um, now, granted, we do have a policy statement that any new board member, <laughs> must sign mm. uh around conduct so oh well okay yeah. yeah so maybe that needs to be beefed up a little bit right and yeah because i i don't want to see this happen again i don't know certainly um and it could have been just a breakdown in communication between the academy and daniel about <coughs> you know what what this organization um represents and what its values are maybe that wasn't clearly communicated so i think you know as you guys go forward and have another round and you you know you've got some case here case study hate to say it that way (laughs) of things that you can do to uh, to improve the process and uh, make sure that people understand that uh, if you're part of the board of governors that you have a responsibility do not uh, make yourself appear badly to the 
to the membership of uh, as as a whole. Right. Yeah. And if you're not willing to do that, then maybe right. you shouldn't be on the board. Right. right. Exactly. Because yeah. I I think that there is a distinction between being a member. Now, granted, the the rules of conduct also apply to members as well. But I I don't think that this would happen to a member per se. I think it's yeah, it could. It you could. Know. I mean, it actually technically could. But sure. I think, I think that happening would be easier than what has transpired. Well, but it also, because he's on the board, he's a, he's considered a leader. Of right, the right, 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 right. Uh, and leaders typically shouldn't be um, leading <coughs> that method. Right. So, so anyway, I, I think we've uh, beat a dead horse here, but I yeah. just... Uh, you know, I thought we'd, we should bring it up. Both of us endorsed Daniel from the get go. So, you know, yeah. that, you know, we, and, you know, I had thought in retrospect, I probably should have sent him a note in the early time saying, Hey, you know, be aware of who you're, the group you're with. And, you know, maybe, maybe I should have just said that to him before I, it, it actually crossed my mind. And it's not even as so much that, Todd, as far as the group that you're with. I, I think no, I what think this group is trying to represent right, what's happening right, in right, the world right, today. Right, right, right. And just be aware. Right or wrong right. Is, is, that's also a subjective yeah, view as yeah. well. Yeah, right? just be aware, you know, and right. understand that you have responsibility, you know, that you're a representative of. It's just like me. It's, it's sitting right here. Yeah. I am doing this show. Same with you. We're both representative of our companies. Yep. And if we say something completely outlandish, you can absolutely 100% guaranteed will be called on the carpet. Yep. And uh, it, it may not be pretty. Yeah. I mean, I'm especially, you know, in that camp the former chairperson of the podcast academy and now i'm the treasurer of sure. the academy so i'm on the executive board um or the the executive team i guess that's part of the board but <laughs> um but yeah that that just brings even more scrutiny on to me yeah. i mean if if this were to have happened to me it would have it really would have been a big problem right um for me at lipson as well yeah, as absolutely at the podcast academy uh, I'd, I'd be out of a job yeah. I'd be, uh, you know, pounding the payment. You know, it's, it's, it's part of, you know, if you want to live at this level of visibility in a community, you, mm -hmm. you have to look at things a little bit more maturely. <laughs> now it's not, it's not that we can't uh, have uh, vibrant right. discussions and have, but be right. respectful and, right. you know, I, I, I hope I know where the line is. You know, I came up against it once. Perfect. No, I mean, no, not at all. I, but, but I think our guts tell us, you know, what's, what's fair to do to another mm -hmm. person. And I think that's the line that I try and focus on is how is this other person going to feel if I say that? Right. Um, right. Whether I'm right or, or they're wrong or they're wrong and I'm right or whatever that relationship is, is irrelevant. You know, I, I, I go back to my team members too. It's like right. sometimes we have a cus customer or two that will abuse. And I'll say that in, you know, fair openness, they will abuse my support people. Yeah. And uh, there's a level of being irritated 
about something, and then there's a level of where it goes to being abusive. And I don't put up with it. Yeah. And um, I tell those customers that are abusive to my team, we thank you for your business. Please go find another provider to work with. Mm-hmm. We don't need your business that bad in that you're going to abuse my team. I won't put up with it. Sure. So, uh, and, and fortunately, in probably the, you know, the 15 years, 16 years we've been in business, I've only had to fire two customers. One of them went to you guys. You got him. Sadly. Interesting. Yeah. Sadly, he came to you. <laughs> I did hear about it later. Oh, okay. All right. The other Rob had to deal with him. Oh, and, okay. So I know about that. Yeah, that's a that's it was a while ago. Yeah. And but you know, I there's no you know, it's we're not gonna if we're not gonna let people within our companies be abused, people in organizations and communities shouldn't be abused either. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or even even have the perception, right? Pers- being, yeah, and if they are swift and sw- swift and right. corrective measures to be right. taken. Yeah, because there is a line that you can walk where it's <coughs> you're not going to offend anybody, but you're standing your ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can be done. And there's some so, conversations you just shouldn't get into. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, you know, that's the best part too. Sometimes I want to jump in. I'm like, mm, is, yeah. it, is this beneficial? No, right. it's not. Right. So yeah. let's, let's move to the shock. Let's move yes. to the, the shock, shock and awe. Don't eat me Tom Webster. Holy crap. Not in a hundred, not in a hundred years. Yeah. Would I have expected the announcement that came through, was it yesterday? Or whatever day, on the tenth, right? Yeah, that's when it was announced yesterday. The first thing I said is really, (laughs) and then the second thing is is why, and and I'm still be honest with you, Tom. I'm still dumbfounded. I am. I'm dumbfounded. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm dumbfounded. Now, I, I think the signs are there. Of, he was not there. He was going there. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that by what Tom has been doing over the last, probably last year or so, um, you know, with his content creation that he's been doing, um, I think has more and more pointed in a direction that, that uh, maybe – this seemed like a, maybe a reasonable next move for him. Who knows? Uh, I, I read as being a content creator, a pure content. Creator. I read his commentary and I read everything else mm-hmm. and I'm like, still yeah. think it's a weird fit. Now, maybe I'm just. I, well, I I'm, I'm curious what it means for Edison to be quite honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Edison has been such a strong um, research resource for the podcast community. What does this mean? I know that at NAB, we had uh, Tom's boss, the president, Mr. Larry Rosen, on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know this was coming, but we did know that Tom was leaving. Well, no, we didn't know until after the NAB event. After, okay. Was yep. it after? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it leaves a, a void at Edison. I'm sure definitely. that, well, we'll see, but it, it's, it, it just struck me as interesting and funny. I got a pitch today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a pitch document from a, I guess I can say a sounds profitable pitch document mm-hmm. that's, you know, looking for, uh, looking for a check to be part of a study. And I'm like, you can hmm. see where that's going. Hmm. Right. Hmm. I'm looking for 10 companies to underwrite the study. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, and you were even mentioned in the, uh, article that Tom wrote about all this too. Yeah. And it's not being, being, being one of the first podcasts that you listened to. Right. So I, I guess I'm going to have to sleep on it some more and maybe we're going to have to get Tom on here. Well, Tom's a very good writer. Oh, right? I, oh, I know he is. He's a very good researcher, but, but it just, if, absolutely. So, so I think that for the extension of what, uh, sounds profitable wants to do, maybe sounds profitable wants to be a research company. And, uh, they, they, they write. <laughs> so I think it fits with what Tom likes to do. And it he just, likes the podcast too. You go from a yeah. newsletter to it's, it's a bit of a stretch for me. Well, he's going to own it. He's going to be a co-owner, I'm sure. Well, I know, but you going yeah. from being a newsletter to being a right. research group? Huh? I mean, if there's anybody that could do it. Well, Tom can. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right. So it just, sense. it just seems to me as like, uh, okay. I That's guess why we'll, it, it the, raises questions for me about Edison's role in the future. So right. there, there'll be a vision obviously for yeah. what they, they obviously have a vision. I haven't completely deciphered their secret decoder ring, the, the, the vision, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, it says here, so, you know, Tom, Tom wrote in his post, he says, our mission is simple, but audacious. We want to set the course for the future of the audio business. So he wants to contribute insightful content about all aspects of the industry and um, industry-leading research, starting with our first study, the creators. So he's, he's getting involved fully in the research side. But the thing and is to do events I, and advisory services. You know, I already spent a bank ton of money doing research on our creators. Mm-hmm. So I know who our creators are. Right. Someone, someone doesn't have to tell me who my creators are. I, I know. So it's going to be a new sounds profitable quarterly research series designed to answer the most pressing industry questions with free and open access for all. Okay. But it has to be, it has to be underwritten though. Yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure I'm, you know, with Tom's reputation, I'm sure they have uh, a lot of people step up and underwrite. Sure. So, so that's, that's pretty clear to me. And it's, it is an interesting move. Mm-hmm. And I, I was literally, uh, were you shocked? Yeah, I was definitely shocked. I was shocked. I yeah. was really shocked. Yeah. I was, it's just because Tom <clears throat> is such an institution at Edison. 
Well, I wasn't shocked that he left. I shocked that he went to Sounds Profitable. That's what oh, I, okay. yeah. That's why I was like, what? Yeah. But so I definitely he and, uh, got a rock. Brian, Brian hit it off, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Right. So I guess it's, it's good. I think it's good, good for the industry overall. So oh, I wish him the best of luck. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes on that side. Mm-mm. No. But like I said, I still wonder about Edison. What's Edison's role looking forward? I'm assuming. Nothing changes, right? Yeah, I'm assuming. But who's who's going to be the face? It's going to be hard to replace Tom. Well, that's for sure. I think Larry is capable yeah. of doing it to some degree, I think. Yeah. So. And actually, I had not had a lot of exposure to Larry prior to NAB. Just mm-hmm. superfluously. And mm-hmm. I was pretty impressed with Larry at the at our well, session. He's, he's the founder of the company. Yeah. I was pretty pretty impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can just tell sometimes that someone has a pretty damn deep understanding of things. Right. You know. So there's not too much that got by that I was like, hmm. Whoa. Well, he I, hired I, I love I love that. That was a smart move. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> you know, when you don't know somebody, then you kind of, right. you know, spend an hour and a half with them and you you definitely have a a yeah. new a new or, or an esta- getting an established hmm. kind of feel for someone. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows us because we're on here for 90 minutes every week, John. Right. Yeah, it's true. Jawing, jawing, jawing. Away. Yeah, jawing away. away. Yes. And my cough suppression is working very well. It's, sounds like it. My economy pack of seventy drops, sugar free. So I guess the the IAB US uh, podcast advertising revenue study is coming up, showing that. Uh, 2021, we hit 1.4 billion in advertising revenue. So the question is, with this pending, pending massive de- depression, we're going to go into. Oh, the recession that we're already in. Is that what you're uh, saying? I'm I'm going to call it a depression. I don't think it's just going to be a recession. Have you recession been recession to, to depression? Rob, okay. I went to the grocery store at 10 o'clock last night. Yeah, and and I walked through and I was like, N- nope, N- nope. Oh, I need milk. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, the milk was two Oh nine. So I was okay there, but it was okay. just like certain things I went to reach for. I'm like, holy. <laughs> and Push so the bleep button. <laughs> so I bleep myself. So right. the, And I'm usually like four bags of chips and, you know, some cookies. And, and I'm like, yeah. I left with no chips, no cookies, <laughs> you know. So if I'm drawing back on stuff, then, I, you know, we're definitely headed for a deep, I think we're headed for a deep recession. That's what I think. Because you look already, it's been announced Facebook and all these other companies are saying, whoops, we're pulling, we're pulling back on hiring. 
So yeah. they if they are if they're slowing down and they're not they've said we're not doing anybody new or stuff, we're actually gonna slow down in mid level, blah blah blah. That to me tells me that uh, the job market is uh, maybe not going to move very quickly here. Yeah, I hope it doesn't um, go negative on us. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see. The podcasting space did pretty well in the last recession. We survived and mm -hmm. was the and made it through with very few issues. I'll say that for us, we didn't, uh, we were not impacted mm -hmm. heavily. So yeah. the question will be is, will this advertising piece? Now, here's the thing advertising wasn't really hurt on the last depression either, but we didn't have uh, this incredible inflation that's going on. So, you know, the housing market caused the economy to collapse, but the, we didn't have this massive inflation. So now that we've got, incredibly high home prices, incredibly high groceries, incredibly high inflation, all this other stuff. Will advertisers start to suck in the money a little bit on where they're, where they're spending it? Will the, will the advertising spend contract? Yeah, it's interesting thing to think about. That's for sure. I'm um, not sure that we, we know the answer to that because I'm not sure that we've, seen it yet and the next question is will content creators start looking at their podcasts and say is this a necessity like netflix because we already know people are bailing on netflix and they're bailing on all these subscription platforms because well, people start losing their jobs well and yeah. they're tightening their belts because they can't afford to buy groceries so they get rid of things that are unnecessary, unnecessary right? stuff so will that happen on the creator side? I have a hankering it won't because what is your podcast can be a hedge to a new career, to new, right. new potential. So I think from that perspective, the podcasting. I mean, it can be your career too. Right. right. And I don't think we'll get hurt there, but I just wonder about the advertising piece. Yeah, I'm 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 probably a little more concerned about the the brand's pullback. Um it could also be that we don't see a huge pullback because podcasts are so efficient um with their conversion ratios and their ROI that it, it would be silly for a brand to pull that. Maybe they're more likely to pull TV advertising or other other types of advertising. Well, I um, I believe that during the last recession, that is what actually happened right. because the advertising did not contract last go around. So, but, but I do believe it contracted in radio and other more traditional media. Yeah. If people are not yeah. buying cars and I tell you what, what it really could do is it could be a double whammy. We could, you know, like, my son wrecked his car, talked about it on the show here. I co-signed a loan with for him yesterday. He picks up his used vehicle tomorrow or today. Mm -hmm. And uh, the uh, I'm just thinking to myself, you know, if this would have been nine months later, I feel the used car market's going to collapse. I feel that the, you know, I, because people aren't going to be buying vehicles. They're going to be holding even longer. So I think the used car market's values are going to come down again. 
mm-hmm. uh, from from this explosion that they went up. I might be. I'm not an economist. Well, no, I think that they've already come down. Um, I well, think not we've been in Honolulu. on that track for a while, but that, I think they've <coughs> still been high. Have you? Have you, Rob? Hold on, hold, hold, hold the phone. Used cars are at an all-time high. They have not retracted. I think they did actually drop a little bit from what they were like six months ago. One percent? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, it's not going up like it was, but. But yeah, and when these all these new cars they're making actually get chips, and they what's well, the supply chain? Yeah, the issue, so right? so maybe maybe there'll be good deals on new cars and good deals on used cars. So you know, there's what comes up can come down, and vice versa. So yeah. So what'd you think about this uh, this Pod News newsletter headline today? Podcasting stars are disappearing. Oh, <laughs> that's the most. Okay, James, you are such you're such a clickbaiter. That <laughs> that was that was ultimate clickbait. No one gives two ding dongs about, about stars on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts Come right. on, oh, right. such a clickbait! I was I saw that and I was like, hmm. And, and, oh, that's a good one. He's getting he's getting better at getting his open rates up. So well, it's not so much. I mean, it's not so much James as much as this uh, rephonic report that was put out. Right? Yeah, it's showing how many new podcasts have come into Apple Podcasts. He was saying six hundred fifty thousand new podcasts were added to Apple Podcasts in twenty twenty one alone. To put that in perspective, there were only 400,000 shows added between 2005 and 2019. I don't know if those numbers are really accurate. But, I don't think so. Uh, right. Um, and, and so he was tracking um, what the average podcast ratings uh, were in, you know, like from 2016 forward. <laughs> and it's been showing a decline in the amount of stars given to do, a podcast. Do, right? do you know how many, how many times I've asked my audience to go over and review on Apple podcasts? Right. Probably right. zero times in the last 10 zero. years. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It says ratings given to new podcasts are steadily and slowly decreasing. But he also says in here, listeners rate older podcasts lower than newer podcasts. Yeah. So I guess older shows are getting rated lower than newer shows, even though he just said new podcasts are slowly decreasing <laughs> in their ratings. So I, I can't believe someone actually took time to do a re, do a study right. to figure this out. Um, you know, right. And then large shows tend to be rated more harshly, which I'm assuming that means fewer stars. So large shows tend to be, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what this means. So, so I do have a confession to make. Yep. You're going to be shocked. I will. Yep. Are you sure? Yep. (laughs) Episode 1600. I recorded Monday. That's right. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. And I edited it. What? 
<laughs> That's not supposed to happen. Speaking right. of that, I sent you two slightly edited. Um, oh, when did those? When did you send those? Audio files from the NAB show. All right, I'll look for them. I edited yesterday. I, I, I edited the coughs because. Oh, because of your <coughs> your cold. Because you I probably coughed. My poor live audience. Oh my god, I must have coughed in their ear twenty five times. So I don't blame I, you for cutting those out. Yeah, I, I, you know, and, and, and I, and I don't know if I got them all. I got the most obvious ones. So the, if you listen to the video version versus the audio version, it's very different. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, my head was just, my headspace wasn't right. And I had a really hard time during the beginning. I had got my intro kind of screwed up. I, I, I was a, I was a hot mess, but I made it through. So it, it it was fun. It's another on to seventeen hundred. <laughs> yeah, did you see this post about Acast? I thought it was interesting that mm-hmm. they're focusing their efforts on trying to target shows based on conversations. Yeah, contextual, yep. contextual context around advertising. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's okay. Conversational targeting. People get kind of weirded out about that. It's the same. I guess as we, well, I mean, I think as we come into an era when um, privacy is a concern, um, user targeting using personally identifiable information comes into question, I guess we have to be thinking about other other methods. Well, right? if since I've been we've been talking about halls, halls cough <laughs> drops. If we were on Acast, they could run a halls uh, advertisement at the beginning or, of this show. Todd, they should just pay you for your host endorsement. That's right, right there. Yep, they should. That that's that's probably worth. I just I just subliminally made someone people that was watching the show go out and buy halls. Those that listening, right. thinking about getting it the next time. So I should. That's, that's 10 bucks for you, Todd, right there. 10? Only 10? That's all I'm worth is 10? <laughs> Based on this show. Per, per thousand. Uh, oh, per thousand. Okay, mm-hmm. well, they can send me a couple hundred dollar check. Then that'd be okay. Yeah. There you go. Yep. What, so, else, do, what else do we endorse? Well, we mean, do that, five, I mean, five more about, during the show. I mean, if you think about how that might work, that that does kind of subliminally in, incentivize the podcast host to uh, bring on products mm-hmm. and that they like and endorse, and endorse them. And if that can be picked up into some sort of a back end. Boy, that could be game so easy. It could be. It could be. <laughs> not that my sponsor, my other show is GoDaddy. Not that I'm trying to influence anyone. You can get a promo code on my website. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice little free plug there, Todd. Ding, ding. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So, so I think we're demonstrating how this might work. Yeah. Um, or how it could work. But at the same time, I, if I'm, what more, cre- what cre- does, okay. What really creeps me out is if I'm talking about something, if I'm on Facebook uh, talking about something, if I'm right. searching for something, and all of a sudden, those ads start showing up in my sidebar and it's happened from discussion. So, you know, they're not listening. Ha 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 ha. You know, so 
was holding my phone up, ladies and gentlemen. Because um, people have had it happen. They'd be talking about something with someone, and then, you know, a day later, they're doing a search, and like, oh, that's weird. Well, yeah, I think if you're doing a, a search for a particular product uh, in Google, and it pops up, advertised to you in a podcast that is a little creepy yeah, when you well, think about it yeah amazon though is the best though they if you search for something on amazon and don't buy it and then you're <laughs> or off. or even worse you, you search for something on amazon and you buy it right and then, then it, the next day you still you, you still get, get an ad for the same product yeah, right? that, that's yeah. that's a fail for sure <laughs> maybe they want you to buy it twice Tom. yeah right but but is it as creepy to have a, a topic or a show that you listen to that mentioned a product? You see an ad for that. Mm. Later, or is that oh, if you see of, if you see an ad off the podcast, now that's really creepy. So yeah, so let's say um, a podcast you listen to casually mentioned halls. Sure, right, and that gets picked up by this conversational targeting mm -hmm. algorithm. And it gets mapped to you somehow. Oh, they easily map it to you. If if but, they're if they're but if they're not doing IP targeting, that wouldn't happen, right? Rob, if they're not doing if if right. Yeah. I thought that was the whole point of doing conversational targeting. So you didn't have to do IP mapping. Well, if it's being run in the the show, that's one thing. But if you get target retargeted with halls two days later. Then that's right. that's a whole different that's a whole different level of of creep. Of creep, right? Creepy it's creep. if it's within the show, it's it's okay because they've 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 scanned the show, seen what people have talked about, and they run it. That's one thing, right? But it's that has to be almost programmatic to do that. Yeah, and I think that programmatic would pay pretty big. Let's yeah. think about it. You know, here we've joked around about halls, but we've talked about it five times and if, uh, or 10 times. And if we publish the show and they scan the show and they said, okay, these two knuckleheads talked about halls, that's the trigger. Let's, let's, five you know, times. Five times. Then let's, the let's run this as a pre roll or a mid, you know, pre roll. And then people will be listening to the show. If it was a mid roll, people are like, boy, you guys were in cahoots. So the audience right. might get a little bit weird, but if it's done as a pre-roll, people might get a laugh out of it. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to react to that type of, I guess it makes sense. Well, if they know the context of what was talked about, um, they would need to, I guess, well, I guess there's still a desire on the part of a brand to run campaigns mm -hmm. to build frequency. Right. So but just, an offhand comment during a podcast production probably may not be enough but, for an advertiser, but it might be enough for some sort of financial compensation. But, but again, our conversations here vary show to show, even though we talk about podcasting, most podcasts don't, well, they have top, well, maybe they do their subject. So really are they, are they really buying here is the category of content? Because that's the way we've sold shows for years. ACAST says companies focus on efforts on conversational, not the title. Not individual right. users. It says it means to end an argument by show title. 
who who would who who would be dumb enough to do advertising based upon a, a show, show title? title. Yeah. It's always about show category, show content. We, right. we, you know what have we what have we done for years? Is if someone has a show on baseball, right? And they're talking about baseball. What what are you going to advertise them? You're going to base a major league baseball base, bat. bats, tickets you know, uh, memorabilia, all those kinds of things. Right. Now, if you're softball, if you're talking about softball, you don't sell them bats, not, not baseball bats. You, you, you advertise softball bats and softballs and softball gloves. And, you know, you know, there's a, there has to be a direct correlation. So it's really, isn't it truly still category targeting, not conversation? Because conversation well, says it's real time. Yeah. Well, it has to be mapped to categories, right? Yeah, but at the same time, the conversation targeting has to be mapped to a category. Yeah. Of advertiser, right? Hmm. Of some sort. Todd, did you see um, that Apple is discontinuing the iPod Touch finally? I didn't know they still made it. I guess they did. Huh. Says, and then James in his snark to some degree said, thankfully the word podcast is not being discontinued. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, if we go back a ways, there was the reason blueberry is called blueberry is not because we wanted to call it Blueberry. It was because podcasts were at the time were under attack as a name by Apple. We couldn't use the word pod in a company name because they were the why is Lib, of the iPod. Right. And why is Libsyn Libsyn? It isn't because it is because they, you guys couldn't use the word we were afraid to use the word podcast. So Right. Now they don't care. You, 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 you know, you can be podcast, whatever. But in those days, they were protecting the iPod. Yeah. It says Apple has announced it's discontinuing the iPod Touch, the last remaining model in its lineup of portable music players in a news post on Tuesday. The company says that it will sell the current Touch while supplies last. Hmm. Speaking of news, over 20 years. Speaking of news, there probably is going to be some news on Monday. There is, huh? And that's all I'm going to say about that. In relation to. That's all I'm going to say about that. There's news coming. Monday. Yes. Monday. Hmm. I wonder what that could be. Hmm. It gets the mind. Wandering there, Todd. <laughs> That's a nice little <laughs> I know you don't scenario here. Um, <coughs> trying to think here. What oh, else? I got you flustered a little bit. <laughs> mm, what is happening on Monday? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to be um, in this country. Well, I'm I'm uh I'm leaving for uh, ATD. 
Uh, I'm going to be down in Orlando as well next week, so we will not oh. be here next week. Right, we will not. Yeah, we're but gonna, we do we have you have an mm-hmm. NAB episode that will right that we're going to drop. Right. So uh, hopefully, so, I'm over my sniffles. So no video from NAB yet. No. So that you're just going to have to settle for the audio. How bad was it? Or how good is it? Sounds terrific. Oh, good. I think it sounds good. I, I kind of cinched it up on both ends. Okay. And then I sound optimized it. So nice. it's got good volumes and you it's edit, all leveled. You, you edited this show, such sacrilege. Well, I just trimmed off the extra <laughs> oh, okay. lead-in music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the exit music, yeah. So we so. will have a, a, a show for you. Which one should yes. I run? Probably run the first one, the twenty fourth. Okay. Both of them were both of them are good in their own way. Yeah. Well, the one on the twenty fourth is the one we talked about, kind of the podcasting market. And then the one on the twenty sixth, we talked about advertising. Yeah. So. Now here's an interesting thing for you, Rob. I sent an email, several, more than one, like five. Mm-hmm. to the show in London. Oh, the podcast show? Mm-hmm. Sent him a show, said, hey, I might actually be interested in a booth. Really? Yep. Because I've got a, a guy in London that's going to be there, and he said he'd man the booth. And uh, they never replied to my email. What? Yep. Hmm. Yep. That's weird. So anybody over there know anything? Well, I can find out for you, Todd. Yeah, I don't understand. So, yeah, it might be too late now. It's coming up pretty quick. It's coming up fast. I want to be there on the 18th in London anyway. All right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy because... Uh, I come back here, I fly back to Michigan on the 19th and I'm only home like four days and then back to Orlando again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be kind of Orlandoed out. At least it's in two different hotels. So the Webby Awards has announced that they saw a 40% increase in podcast submissions this year hmm. to their award ceremony. For $300 an entry. Yep. Back in person after two years of virtual, it's going to be going on in uh, New York. If I charge $300 a entry, I could afford to have an in-person event too. Well, maybe you should consider that, Tom. Uh, no. <laughs> the indie podcasters uh, would crucify me. They would? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they really, really would. And we'd only have about 100 shows participate. So they've already announced their 2022 winners, it looks like. Who has? Uh, the Webbies? The Webbies, yeah. Hmm. So they they do announce them in advance, at least so that they're there, I guess, huh? They don't probably make yeah. people that don't want to travel. Yeah. It doesn't even have a date on here when the in-person awards is. But th- this, this, this event's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. The Webby Awards. They're a, a machine. They're a big company, like 300 people. 
So those $300 entries that people apply for the Webby's and stuff goes to a very much for-profit company. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I just, maybe someday I'll just have to not step on the sword anymore and, you know, and make, make the people's choice podcast reward something that uh, is a business, a mm-hmm. true business. But then I'd have to devote time more and more time to it. Right. <laughs> which, which I don't have already. That's, that's always the trade off, right? Yeah, it is. That's exactly it. So I think that, um, this, there was a, and there was this discussion about Wondery doing some shows in Dolby. Oh yeah. Do you remember it, our Dolby conversation on this show? Dolby the Amos? Yeah, yeah. Did did platform? We had had um Dolby t- contact us and we sent over a number of uh raw shows and had them processed with Dolby and I had my whole team listening <laughs> AB testing this Dolby enhanced content. Yeah. We couldn't tell the difference. Oh, you couldn't tell the difference? We couldn't tell the difference. And I had the whole team listening. I said, I'm not hearing a difference. Can you guys hear a difference? And everybody, and one of our team members um, has got really good ears. And uh, he said, I I can't tell the difference. He's a bit of an audiophile. So, you know, it's just like, I can't tell between the processed and the unprocessed. So I just wonder how much better the spoken word podcast not these big dramatic movie movie tracks no it's spoken word how much enhanced the audio is i I call me uh okay you know i I, hey rob you know i got this little box and if, if you stick it between your uh amplifier and your speakers it will give you more robust sound and you can have one of these for 400 bucks. Now, okay, so I'm dating myself. Back in the day, there was people that sold all these kind of ophonic enhancers. And, you know, there was, it was, it was stuff that you spent a lot of money for that literally did nothing. Right. <laughs> so I know Dolby's a big company. Don't get me wrong. I know they do fantastic on musical scores and what we hear at the movie theater, Dolby sound, it's beautiful. Right. But for spoken word, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a checkbox, I guess. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's Dolby Atmos. So, someone's got a, some people have good nose. They can smell wine. You know, yep. they have good taste buds. They can taste stuff good and taste. bring the nuances out. Like, I, I, I read these cigar reviews where people have said, yes, I get the aroma of, of, of walnut and did this and this and, and and when I smoke a cigar, it's just tobacco. <laughs> it's just it's just smoke. There is no right. taste. You know, it's so some people have a good taste bud, good nose and good ears. I, I'm not blessed with one of either one or all three of those. So yeah, don't you smell it? The nuances of roses? No, yes. I do not. So did you see this um, um, reference to Cumulus Media? 
um, has rejected a hostile takeover bid um, from a consortium of investors trying to take it private. Hmm. And it, did, did you see this? Yeah, I don't. I don't normally follow the radio stuff too much, but yeah. So Twitter is not the only thing that's uh, being aggressively taken over. Oh boy, people are losing their doggone minds on that. Yeah. Buy, keep buying stock and popcorn because the, that that's worthy of a few point rises on popcorn stock. <laughs> Should you invest in Twitter or popcorn? <laughs> I'm waiting for Twitter to bottom out. No, I, I think I, I think those that are, well, I'll just. Well, late, I mean, I, it's not a done deal. I think no. A, I mean, a lot of people talk as though, you know, Elon already owns the place or somehow and, and that's just not the case. I mean, that deal could, especially with the fall in the stock market, that deal could fall apart. Yeah, it could. We'll see. Because it's like Elon's going, well, boy, I'm way overpaying for this thing. Well, he could go back and offer him a new deal. and save right? some money. Right. That stock is like way off. So time will tell. I think the thing that the one piece of news that happened a couple of days ago was TikTok announcing that they're going to do ad revenue sharing with creators. I didn't hear that hardly anywhere. And I thought, Hmm, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. I've actually yeah. bought a couple of things off of TikTok ads. It, it yeah. did. Yeah. Wow. They targeted me real well. And you know what it's been? Clothes, men's clothes. Oh, really? Yeah. So they got uh, my, they got my number. They know that I, well, like shoes and shorts and stuff uh, like that. Shorts and shorts, shorts and pants. Uh, no shoes yet. That's what's been targeted me lately is shoes. I don't need any shoes. Um, that was what's what they were advertising around Mother's Day was. You know, you need some new shoes. That was what was hit me. But uh, yeah, I bought a few things, and I usually don't get sucked into those. TikTok's made it pretty convincing. So, Todd, I haven't heard the episode yet, but I guess I, I, I somehow was mentioned in the podcasting 2.0 podcast with Adam Curry and oh, Dave Jones. Oh, in in a good way. Talking about <clears throat> uh, the need for me to be defragmented. I'm not quite sure what that means. To be defragmented. I haven't. Yeah, heard, I, 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 I got not, a uh, tweet about this. And it showed like an animation screen of a of a Windows defrag process. Oh, that, I haven't seen a I haven't seen a hard drive defrag in ten years. Well, that's interesting. So that you right. needed to be defragmented, huh? Yeah, I guess so. So there's something about my podcasting that needs to be defragmented. Well, you're going to have to go listen in and report back. I'll have to I, go and listen to that episode. It's a uh, episode. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to go listen to it, whoever you know listening to this, it's episode eighty-four of Podcast Two Point mm. I guess there's some perspective that those two guys have that I need to be defragmented. Oh, so so me, so they didn't include me in that discussion. I don't know about that. I was it was only in reference to me. Oh, so you have so, you well, have said something to get upon the pod well, fathers. I don't know. I don't know. It says at Rob Greenlee, 
have you been defragmented yet? Hmm. I, I, the Martin, uh, uh, Linz cog mm-hmm. wrote, uh, it's a, I will share a clip from episode 84 of podcast 2.0 with Adam Curry and Dave Jones. Oh, did he share, share the clip? Not yet. Oh, so, so I guess he is doing something with, I guess, a a podcast app called Fountain. Yeah, Fountain. Yeah. Uh, it's a podcast 2.0 that you can boost. You can boost this show on Fountain. Please do. Those right. of you so, listening on, on Fountain, so, boost so the show. So is there a way that you can, you can defrag a podcast in that app? Defrag. <laughs> Well, that's the terminology that's being used here. Hmm. So I told him I I was happy to, to, I told him defrag me as much as you want. Go for it. So I'm doing fountain podcast app. Defrag. What am I getting here? Must include the word defrag. Defragmented. Okay. Uh, nope, I don't see anything. So it must be the context we have to look at, not the feature. It's not a functional feature of this new app. Not that it's not. Well, you can share podcast clips and support your favorite creators with Bitcoin. So you can send us Satoshis. Fountain helps creators get paid by their biggest fans and engage with their audiences. I do think all of you listening to the show should start using the Fountain Podcast app. Because Rob and I could use a few Satoshis. The, you know, Bitcoin's been up and down 5 6% the last couple of days. See so is can... that app um, in, the, <coughs> in the Apple App Store? Absolutely. And uh, it. it's, it's powered by the Lightning Network. I'm running a Lightning node right here in this very office. It's called Fountain, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, for those of you that are using the podcast 2.0 apps, we love you. Thank you very much for your ongoing Satoshi sends because we do get a few Satoshi. I think we've gotten about $40 worth of Satoshis. So okay. one so, millionth of a Bitcoin or something like that. I'm installing it as we speak. Ah, okay. Yep. And make sure you add your wallet to that as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, get started. It says, listen to podcasts, create and share clips. Support podcaster stream and tip with Bitcoin using the lightning network. Yep. So for those of you that are like, what are these guys talking about? We have enabled the value for value. Essentially, uh, tag in our in our feed and uh we're able to uh accept uh matter of fact your payments when you make a when you make a donation to this show it goes Mm -hmm. 12 feet away (laughs) from me and a little uh got a little uh uh raspberry pi hooked up to a couple terabyte hard drive running a service called umbrell Mm-hmm. And I'm running a lightning node. And if you want to really have your eyes glaze over, 
I'm part of a ring of fire. You are. That's wow. right. So I can process and transact payments into my lightning node. Wow. With very low transit cost. Wow. <laughs> and if you ask me to explain any more than that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's as far as it goes, right? It's as far as it's deep. And I had to help help getting it all connected. So I am not wow. at all an expert. <laughs> yep. I, so I guess I've been defragged. So. Oh, okay. Well, you'll have to uh, listen and see what uh, what the, what the what the actual context of this was. I am very curious. I'm gonna have to go listen to the episode. Mike and all the other guys are all already saying in the chat there. Uh, oh, defragmented means he needs to donate to podcasting 2.0. Ah. Well, you don't you don't have to do that. You can do that right on their website. Hmm. And actually, that's a good good thing here. So, what we should do is um is let you guys know that if you want to support the podcast 2.0 initiative, there is the ability to to contribute um to the whole platform and support it. And, um, so it's in, they, they'll take it very podcasting apps and they have other ways to contribute as well. So they've got a PayPal link. Uh, you can send them Bitcoin as well. Um, I'll put it right up here on the website. I'm on the screen. Just go mm -hmm. to pod podcastindex.org, scroll down. And there's a donate link for PayPal. If you don't have Bitcoin, you can, you can do Tallycoin as well. So, so they do have a what's called podcastdetails.com. Did you see this, Todd? Podcastdetails.com. Mm -hmm. Who's running that? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. It's a good question, Alex. Okay. Po oh, podcast. Get Dorado. All right. Get all the stats about a podcast. Hmm. All right. So let me uh, let me go grab our feed, our feed, and let's let's see what they know about us or what they. It says, is. It says enter the RSS feed of a podcast and see all their public statistics. Hmm. Okay. Paste and so what, check it. Let's see what it says here. What would comprise public statistics? All right. So, um. Episode length. So you can't see this, but it's a bar graph showing how long the episodes are, but there's no pop-up to actually say the time. Uh, our publishing calendar, and they only go back as long as the feed is. So um, also episode 70, they say we only have 75 episodes because they don't know we have close to 400, or approaching 500. Average duration is hour 25 minutes. So what's our feed um, address, Todd? It's, it's uh, newmediashow.com forward slash feed forward slash audio. <coughs> Rob can't see the screen that I'm showing the, the live audience. Feed but, and then RSS? You no, know, it's newmediashow.com forward slash feed forward slash audio forward slash. Oh, audio. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, they okay. actually have words in here. Uh, we talk oh. about Ambies, Audio, Clubhouse, Dan, Evolutions, Fame, Franks, Hall, James, Latest, Limited, Listener, Live, Media, Movement, New, News, Numbers, Old, Podcasters, Podcasting, Predictions, Privacy, Saddle, Show, Talks, Time, Updates. Hmm. Those are the words we're using a lot. Authors got it right. Hosting is it Blueberry, Explicit or Clean. Talks about our audio size, audio quality. Talks about audio type. It's kind of cool. So we put out an episode that was 256K? If we did, it was by my mistake. Hmm. But we do produce at 128, so I don't know where these 112, 96, 64, and 16 are coming from. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah, Not sure. No, I don't either. Well, that's kind of cool. Shows the publishing schedule. Yeah. Hmm. Now that's cool. Let me go down here and find out who does this. Oh, it's uh, Alex Burrito. And let's look up Alex Burrito. Oh, I know who he is. Hmm. Yeah, I've I've met him before. So that's cool. I see his face. I know who he is. I didn't know him by name. Hmm. Cool little project. Yeah. It's, you know, I love it when folks do stuff like this. It's like Mm -hmm. these little one-off sites. But there's pretty good data there. And I wonder how he's getting the, the word cloud. That's what I wonder. Now let me do Geek News Central and see what that says. Now my curiosity is peaked. It has. Yes, indeed. I'll copy the RSS feed. Bada bing. Too Bada lazy. Bing. Too lazy to type. Type it. I guess iHeartMedia podcast business brought in sixty-nine million dollars in revenue in the first quarter. of total revenue. That's pretty impressive. Of the whole company, which the radio business brought in 416 million. Hmm. Hmm. But the company posted a net loss of 48 million. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my uh, title word cloud for my tech show. Amazon, Apple, Billion, Elon, EU, Facebook, Hostel, Launch, M1, MBook, MacBook, Mass, a Musk, Will, Twitter, Space, Satellite, Russia, Pole, and Pro. Oh, let me tell you something. Something very interesting happened last night. Mm. This is in regards to my Starlink. Ah. So. Starlink is great. So my daughter, daughter, my sister, my God, lives close to me. And she bought a Starlink as well for her household. Right. And uh, her husband finally got around to putting it on the roof yesterday. And I wasn't at the house, but I was out doing, I was, get, I was out and uh, all of a sudden I get this notification from the Starlink app. It says, join the mesh network. And I'm like, what? So I opened the app and it said, such and such terminal is trying to join 
yours is a mesh network. And I'm like, okay, so normally the way a mesh network works is you have a single base and then you have other other mesh devices that right. are basically around your your space. I live in a 2,000 square foot loft. I only need one Wi-Fi. I don't need five because I don't have walls. Mm-hmm. And so I don't need a mesh network. But it tried to make a mesh. And actually the 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 app said, unless you're a mesh customer, do not join this, deny, uh, gave me this warning. So I got to thinking about that for a second and maybe someone, and I made a tweet about it, but no one has really replied. I, the only thing I found out on Google was they're experimenting with mesh with Starlink. Oh. And so probably the beta feature is there in my terminal. And as soon as it saw another terminal, it tried to join the mesh. Now the question would be is I was half, I didn't want to get my service terminated <laughs> and turned off. So I didn't join the mesh, but what right. happens when you have two satellites and you do a mesh? Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Because I'm sure they're selling these solutions to different groups or they're selling two or three antennas and then they're combining the, you're not going to, it's really not going to increase the bandwidth, but maybe one satellite's more busier than the other or one satellite mm-hmm. dish terminal because that's what we have. We have a terminal. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was, hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. And I'm loving it so far. So far, so good. Good, good bandwidth? Yep. Been working. I actually worked a couple of days from home and had no issues, did video conferences. It was, it was not even glitchy. So I'm very impressed so far. 50 to 150 megs. It just varies. And I mean, it'll get better over time. But Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, we made it to the end. We did. Yep, we did. Right. It's four thirty. Goodness gracious! Time to. If if it was a normal day, I would say it's time. It's time to go have a beer. But for me, it's. Uh, I think I'll have another Hall's cough drop. Well, I'll. I'll <clears> see <throat> you down in or- Orlando. Yep. Yep. I'm going to be getting in there on the twenty sixth. So. And we are going to be doing a live show from down there. Yep. And I need uh, to let them know what room we're going to do it in because it's going to be a live stream. Okay. So it, it may be in a room where there's no audience. So we'll what? see. Really? It's possible. Hold, 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 hold up, hold up. How's that possible? Because I guess their, their live stream presentation stage um. I guess doesn't have enough room. Oh, that for, sucks for an audience. That sucks. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to sort out the three different room options that 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 we have. Do we have guests lined up already? Not yet, but I'm I'm going to try and do that here next day or so. All right. I'm not sure who's actually going to be there. So that's we might end up grabbing people and saying, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" Yeah, we might. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you on that. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Okay, everybody. I'm Todd at blueberry.com, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, at Geek News on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, too, um, at Rob Greenlee, and you can find me over there. And 
And then uh, you can send me an email to robg at lipson.com. Always happy to hear from you. So shoot an email if you have anything to share. And of course, if you're not follow or subscribe to the show, do that at newmediashow.com. We appreciate it when you do. Rob and I are also not so uh, not so proud. We definitely take donations. That link is available uh, on each and every show notes. If you haven't taken our survey yet, please take our survey. We're going to start talking about survey results soon because some of you have taken the survey. Mm-hmm. So the survey listener survey is in the show notes at newmediashow.com. You can grab it from the last episode or this one. Please take our survey. We want you, we want to, we know who you are, but we want to right. know who you are. And, uh, but anyway, thanks for being here, everyone. Uh, it's been my pleasure to bring or our pleasure to bring you the show. So as we look at the schedule going forward, Todd, um, so next, um, Wednesday, the 18th, right? Will be a NAB playback. Playback. And then also on the 23rd will be an NAB playback, right? That's right. Yeah. And then we're going to be live on what day? The 26th? The the 27th. 27th. All right. Yep. At uh, noon. Eastern. All right. That works out. Everyone, thanks for being here. And of course, we'll be back in person, I believe, on June 1st. And uh, everyone, we'll see you next time. Everyone take care. Enjoy our NAB shows in our abstinence. And then we'll see you on the 26th. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Yep. Okay, bye.